This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now. The latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. All right, here we are back. Silver and Black today in Odyssey Original Podcast. Do us a favor. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your audio. If you're watching us on the YouTubes, thank you very much. And make sure you subscribe and hit the notifications bell. Uh, and uh, make sure that you, when you do that, you scream at the loudest point of your voice, Midtown Mo! Okay, and he'll hear you. Maybe he'll send you a t-shirt. All right. I am Scott Branson. I am with my partner in crime here. He is Mo Moten, national NFL writer, senior NFL writer. I say national all the time. I should say senior NFL writer at Bleacher Park. Get it right. And also a Raiders columnist on sportsnot.com. Uh, Mo, we talked about they also relieved Nick Lombardi of his duties. Uh, don't know. Usually that doesn't happen because he wasn't a true offensive coordinator in the sense of the word because Josh McDaniels pretty much called the offense on a game-by-game basis. But who knows? Uh, the closeness there between the Lombardi family and the Belichicks and the whole New England thing, maybe that was maybe that was part of it. Not sure. Uh, but of course, uh, they, they, they part ways with him as well. There's also some... Uh, there was a, a a parting of ways with their COO and executive vice president, which I seem to be the only one who cared. I reported it. I got that from inside the building. But it goes to show you there's a lot of changes going on. And, and that's worrisome on one level, Mr. Moten. But at the same time, um, like you said, you don't continue to make the same mistakes over and over again. If you recognize you've made an error like the guy we're talking about in the front office, he was there three months and they fired him this week. So um, I've always learned that you're slow to hire, quick to fire. That's what I've always been told in the corporate world when I had to hire teams of people. So when you look at this, um, might we have dysfunction in different parts of the business too, that it's not, I mean, obviously the business side of the Raiders is doing well, but the football side, there's clearly things were not working from head to toe. I can't speak on the front office firings, but I will say that the Mick Lombardi firing makes sense because if you're trying to divorce yourself from the Patriot way, 
mm-hmm. it would make sense to let go of Mick Lombardi, who was under Josh McDaniels. Because then again, if Josh McDaniels' offense was ineffective, how do we know that Mick Lombardi is not going to just run similar the or there's th- the same offense yeah. system? Yeah. So you have to just kind of, I don't want to say start fresh because they elevated uh, Bo Hardegree, who was the quarterback's coach. He's a former assistant of Adam Gase. Mm-hmm. Who's a former? Who was the former New York Jets uh, head coach? Who the Jets wanted to run out of town pretty quickly, but they're giving Bo Hardegree a shot to call the plays. Is my guess since they elevated him to offensive coordinator, and he'll have a shot to show what he could do. Um, he could be one of the bright young minds coming up in the NFL. Who knows? But it's clear to me that Mark Davis is completely done with the Patriot way after twenty something odd games. Yeah, and and the other news, and you know, we didn't cover at the top of the show. That goes along with this, and we'll get into the coaching situation, interim coach, of course, Antonio Pierce in just a minute. But uh, they've already basically said Aiden O'Connell's starting. <laughs> so they're going to Aiden O'Connell and Jimmy Garoppolo. And just think about 2024. He may be on the street for a $28 million backup. So thank you, Dave Ziegler, for that gift as you leave. That's your parting gift to the Raiders. So you look at that, and, and I want to touch on that because I had somebody reach out to us on X.com and say, hey, would you talk about these contracts? And you covered a lot of them already. When you look at the ones that are gone now, the players are gone, but you're still paying Chandler Jones. I don't know what kind of recourse they have there because of his issues. And now with McDaniels gone, do they try to work it out with him? Is he healthy? Is he mentally stable? Does he come back into the picture? I mean, they're paying him. Who knows? Maybe there, maybe there's a way to do it. I doubt it just because of how crazy he was. And of course he spoke out against the owner as well, but you have that contract. You have the Hunter Renfro who they can obviously move on from next year. They still got to pay him. I think what, 10 million bucks out the door. Um, But, but you have these contracts there and the Jimmy Garoppolo contract now looms very large over the future of this team as they try to piece it together, which is why I think they go out and they're going to get a coach uh, who's going to bring in a system and you're going to take, I mean, I know Raider fans don't want to hear it because they're excited tonight because he's gone. But I, I think this, this is just, it, it's a big reset button, Mo. Um, and I don't mean that they can't be competitive. I'm not saying they're going to get worse, but I do think that with the limitations they may have, uh, it might take a little bit longer than fans want. So two, two things I want to make clear here. Notice as soon as Josh McDaniels is out of the building, the first thing they did was elevate Aiden O'Connell to the starting <laughs> position. What does that tell you? It was Josh McDaniels who was, I want to say, holding Aiden O'Connell back, but not allowing the kid to get a, a, you know, a start from the beginning of the game. Not coming in when you're down by three scores and in the fourth quarter at garbage time. But it was basically Josh McDaniels who who made the mistake. And if you if you remember me referencing the Albert Breer piece, yeah. Now, Josh McDaniels had. A decision to make once Jimmy Garoppolo was hurt. Was it going to be Aiden O'Connell or Brian Hoyer? It seems to me, if you read that piece, that the Brian Hoyer decision didn't go over well with the locker room. I'll just say that. All right. The other thing I want to point out is with Jimmy Garoppolo's contracts, I know a lot of people are worried about this because they're paying him bridge quarterback money. Albert Breer pointed this out on the X earlier today that while the Raiders are going to have are going to pay him that $11.25 million this year guaranteed, next year that $11.25 million is only guaranteed for injury. Only uh, guarantee for injury. Got it, got it, got so it. if he's on the if he's on the roster after the third day of the league year, then it locks in as a full guarantee. But they can release him before that. So the best plan of action at quarterback right now for the Raiders is to just start Aiden O'Connell for the rest of the way because you don't want Jimmy G getting hurt. 
and be and be on the hook for that 11.25 million guaranteed next year. So it makes sense that we're not going to see Jimmy G for the rest of the season. So all you Jimmy G lovers out there, groupies, whatever you want to call yourself, <laughs> he's done in Las Vegas as far as mm. I'm concerned. Right? I, I think his his time is it because there there's no way you bring Jimmy G back with the way he's played. And because he's gotten hurt multiple times this year, you don't want to risk putting him out in the field and being on the hook for 11.25 million in 2024. All right, Professor Moten, thank you for clearing that all up. Um, but it's true. And listen, Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't deserve to play. This isn't just a, hey, you don't like Garoppolo, you want to see the kid. This no. is, he, show, he showed nothing. Uh, Scott. And, and he appears to be washed. Just Scott. simple. He leads the league in interceptions and he missed two games. <laughs> Two and a half what, games. What, what, what is there to say? He, yeah. he has about 150 fewer passes than the, than the guys who have eight interceptions and leads the league mm-hmm. in turnovers through the air. Do, I mean, do, maybe he'll look better under another offensive coordinator, but it's just it doesn't, it doesn't pay for the Rays to put him out there and risk him getting hurt right now. Do you, do you, do you release him? No, you don't release him because at this point, you're, you're paying him already for this year. Right. So there is a benefit to just having Jimmy G in a locker room. Maybe emergency. he can help emergency if Aiden O'Connell gets hurt. If Brian Hoyer is, is not available or gets hurt, then you have to start it. You have to start a quarterback, right? Unless you have someone on the roster who has some quarterback background can play the position. I believe Jacoby Myers maybe it may have been a high school or something. Might be a better choice. Might be a better choice. I don't know about that <laughs> lateral he had in New England with the Patriots, yeah. but we may yeah. not want to revisit that. No. But I by all costs, you don't want you don't want Jimmy G seeing the field. I would even say pick up a quarterback off the scrap heap. I'd rather see Carson Wentz on the field than risk Jimmy G getting out there and getting hurt, and then you have to pay him regardless. So again, I, I want to reiterate this: the Raiders are only on the hook for Jimmy G's guarantees, full guarantees, is if he's on the roster past the third day of the new league year in twenty twenty four. It's eleven point two five million. They let him go before that. They can get out of that money. Yeah. So they'll. So they'll basically release him after the season. That's that's yeah. You, you could see it happening unless yeah. the new head coach, offensive coordinator, is a Jimmy G guy. You know who knows? Oh. Oof. Hope not. <laughs> but we'll see. Who knows? And that one too. I'm tabling the discussion on coaches for the future because I think it's way too early. Uh, I know yeah. there's college, there's the Harbaugh and all that stuff. Look, um, I think you 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 want to be careful too. The Rich Basaccia thing. I know it keeps coming back up. But interim coaches are there for a reason. I don't know the discussion with Antonio Pierce and Mark Davis. Did Mark Davis say, hey, you're auditioning. If you can turn this team in the right direction, will you get the job? I, I, it could happen. And I got nothing wrong with people auditioning because he's auditioning, Champ Kelly's auditioning, and Aiden O'Connell's auditioning. Those are the three biggest roles in the football side, the quarterback, the GM, and the coach. This is that, those are the three most important positions. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And I posted that on X and people say, how is Champ Kelly auditioning? Because the trade deadline has already passed. And what can Champ Kelly possibly do to show that he deserves the job? And I, and I answered and I said, if the Raiders win games and the rookie class starts to produce, mm-hmm. 
and you say, okay, we don't want to bring in a new general manager who's going to want his guys most likely, you know, because we all know what happens when new general managers come in. The previous rookie classes don't get as much playing time and they want to draft their players and give their players that they drafted playing time. So if let's say the rookie class, Michael Mayer, Trey Tucker, Aiden O'Connell, those guys look good. Champ Kelly was part of that brain trust who put together that draft, that draft class. You know, Dave Ziegler is no longer there. Champ Kelly was a part of that. So you would say, okay, Champ Kelly, Dave Ziegler had a pretty decent draft class after Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler were let go. Maybe we keep Champ Kelly and keep that continuity because our rookie class is starting to show promising signs in the second half of the season. That's how Champ Kelly can keep his job. But again, part of it is out of his control because the Raiders have to win football games because the Raiders don't win football games. It's all a moot point. They're going to clean house. And their young players have to come. Like you said, you have to see Michael Mayer. Now, hopefully you think with a different quarterback, you might see that some more. You have to have Tyree Wilson come along very, very quickly. Now we're at the mid season Mm -hmm. mark. So, so we got to start looking at that critically. Um, I'm not sure. I think it's a big if, but you're right. I think it is. That's, that's the opportunity he has, mm-hmm. right? And Antonio Pierce, who doesn't have any coaching experience other than than a little bit of high school, I I don't think I don't think uh, he's a serious candidate. I just don't. I'm not saying he can't do a good job, or maybe he shocks him. Maybe he's another story that's crazy. I don't know. I, I, people were fired up because of the press conference today, but let me tell you. People can do good press conferences, and, and he's a good man. I'm not saying he's not, and everybody's fired up, and that's what you want to hear after, after hearing a guy who's monotone and boring, but that does not translate on the field always. I, I will say he, he was a defensive coordinator at Arizona State. Yes, for a couple years. He, he did. He was a defensive coordinator, so he does have a little, I mean, not a lot, not a long resume, but, but he, does have, he does have experience, I guess, in a play-calling position. Now, we all know Patrick Graham is still there, so we assume Patrick Graham is still handling the play calling. But I was on my Bleach Report Live earlier, and there were some Raider fans that said they don't necessarily want a play caller. They just want a leader of men. After mm-hmm. watching Josh McDaniels, they're just longing for a leader. <laughs> just give just, me a leader. Lead us. Give us a pep talk. <laughs> right. And, you know, and I think... Pat us on the head and say we're doing a good job. And, and for now, for now, Antonio Pierce, obviously, it looks like like he fits that role where he yeah. you know he's going to command respect in the locker room you know he's not going to get up there and fumble his words and and people are not going to give him the side eye thinking can we trust this guy it seems like antonio not seems like i can look at antonio pierce i don't know antonio pierce from a hole in the wall right from a can of beans but i can tell you i'd rather be in a foxhole with antonio Ooh, pierce yeah. yeah than josh mcdaniels <laughs> and it's not because of antonio pierce's physique yeah just listen to the way he talks and i'm not saying that's everything but it's a breath of fresh air compared to what you had with Josh McDaniels. And that's why this move, and again, we're going to get into the critical side of, of Mark Davis in a minute, but, but that's why this move by Mark Davis was a must happen. And it's interesting. We talk a lot on this show, Mr. Moten, about how when, when fans get upset about national media, and we talk about national media here all the time, when they cover the Raiders and how they cover the Raiders, because they're not covering them every day like we do. Okay, so the intricacies of how the Raiders are working, what's happening, is lost on them because they're they're on whatever story's hot that day. If it's the Jets and Zach Wilson, that's what they're talking about. So they don't even think about the Raiders. So then this pops up, and some of that conversation has been real interesting to me. 
yeah, you know, it's surprising and it must have been really bad. And I'm like, wow, where have you been? Like, have you not seen Josh McDaniels get up at a press conference where they can't score and talk about how well we did win one aspect of the game and that was the kicking game? I mean, that's forever ingrained in my mind as one of the most ridiculous (laughs) things I've ever heard. And so, so, but the national media misses that because they're not pouring over the transcripts like you and I sitting here at 1 a.m. trying to write a story about the Raiders, right? So, so I get that. I get that. But I, I do think that you see now all these players. It's amazing when, when somebody gets let go like that. It's not that people are trying to kick people when they're down because it's a small world in the NFL, especially if you're a player or a coach. But you have all these players now coming out and say, yeah, his personality, his personality, his personality. And that leads me to what I want to talk to after we take our final break, which is Mark Davis's role in this. And you talked a lot about it last week and we did on this show. And I want to delve into that because I wrote about it extensively today. Uh, so we're going to take that break. When we come back... We're going to roll on here with Silver and Black today, especially live on this Wednesday night, or if you're listening to us on Thursday morning for your usual uh, partaking of Silver and Black today, welcome to to you there, but we are here doing it now. So stay tuned where you are, uh, and we'll be right back after these words. <laughs> 